Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So I've been very critical of big brands coming to the space and just doing it completely wrong, just making a mockery of how these drops are going in the NFT community, just trying to do a quick money grab. However, today I'm going to dial it back a little bit and I'm going to use some practical applications because remember, this is creating real world value and not just speculation. And I think a lot of these big brands are operating in a pace uh, or from a place, I should say, of speculation rather than trying to add some value. So I'm going to make a suggestion of seven different ways that if I were a big brand, how I would actually launch this, do an NFT project. And it might not necessarily mean uh, dropping some sort of generative project or whatever it is, but how big brands can actually take advantage, if you will, of the current market conditions and being able to add value to the NFT community. All right, the first example that I would use is from a coffee company, whether that is a Starbucks, a Dunkin' Donuts, Tim Hortons, or any of those chains that have this massive chain of stores. What I would do, honestly, if I had one of those brands is to have an unlimited coffee cup. And especially in the case of Starbucks, we know that they have an environment that where people, they sit, they enjoy, especially before Corona and all this uh, crazy stuff in the lockdown, people would just go to Starbucks for the experience. They're going there with their laptops. These are a lot of authors. They're creative people, coders, uh, graphic designers, and all these different things. So if I was uh, Starbucks in particular, what I would do is I would reach out to these different communities. Uh, I would try to find some creative centric communities and I would offer a partnership with them. So this is not me offering some sort of green symbol with some generative project and just having a brand logo deal, selling it for $2,000 a pop. No, what I would do is I would go to the communities such as like a giraffe tower that is creative centric or uh, anything where uh, there is a following in a community with a bunch of people that would be a Starbucks customer. And I would offer some sort of partnership with them. I would say, look, I have an idea for this unlimited coffee cup and I want to uh, offer this to your people, whether that is uh, 10,000 in your community or whatever it is, I would literally not even focus on the numbers because a lot of the times at this point, we're looking at these 5,000, uh, 10,000 drops or whatever it might be. But let's say I find three amazing communities that have absolutely just the, the right type of people people that would be in my uh, store just hanging out there reading and doing their laptop work and what have you, I would say, all right, for all of your NFT holders, I will give you a whitelist spot or a permission or whatever. I will allow you to airdrop this to them for absolutely free. So me as the big brand Starbucks, I would literally almost take a hit on this NFT, offering them an unlimited coffee cup. So once a day, they can come in, they can get their uh, free cup of coffee, just regular coffee, whatever it might be, under the belief that if I bring in this community, I can partnership with that community. So by adding value to that community, that's also going to allow those founders, those communities to help to promote. And if I'm spending this money on marketing and I'm budgeting for all of this stuff anyways, either I can run a ad in a podcast or a Super Bowl ad or all sorts of different things. But when you added up dollar for dollar, 
and that this is the right type of people that I'm willing to actually spend more per pop to get them into my store. Because if they come in for that cup of coffee, what are they going to do? They're probably going to stay a little bit longer. They're going to get a second cup of coffee. They're going to buy some pastries. They're going to just be bought into my ecosystem. At the end of the day, Starbucks is making coffee every single day. They're throwing out coffee literally by the hour. And oh, it's been stale for a 15 minute pot. No, we can't serve that. Or I mixed the wrong one. They're dumping it down the drain anyways. So to give out those free cups to those people to just get them in my store, I think it is absolutely well worth it. Second example that I would give is say a chain gym such as Planet Fitness is probably the largest chain in the US and they are uh, notorious for their very cheap memberships and what have you. But let's say I have partnership with something like a Crypto Dads or some community with athletics such as Meta Athletes or Diamond Dogs or whatever it might be. Okay, I know these are the type of people that are into sports, might be into fitness or what have you and the same thing. I'm going to say, all right, for your people, I'm going to offer this particular thing. And maybe it's not every single person in the community. Maybe it's a set amount, but I'm going to offer this NFT and it's going to come out as basically a a part of the marketing budget. So this is not really me launching my own thing, relying on hype and what have you. And I'm going to offer, whether that be a once a month membership or once a month uh, training session or some sort of perk, let's say you're upgraded for the price of just a regular membership, you can have the black membership, you can go anywhere or whatever it is and it's associated with this NFT and it can be a lifetime value so it can be resold, it has value to it. So basically it is upgrading everyone from the lowest member to the highest member and I'm dragging in people or drawing in people I should say into my gym and the per person incremental cost between having one person or two people it really it's not like it doubles the expense you're a gym right over your overhead your staff and all those different things are going to be in so to have the partnership with them to have that residual communication back and forth and connection with the community and of course if they don't want it anymore they can flip it they can get out of it they can sell it i think that would be a great benefit to a chain gym Number three, I would do a movie pass. AMC, they had their, first of all, AMC had their company basically saved by the Reddit community as far as all the hedge funds and everything were shorting the stocks and it was going down in the pandemic and they were literally days away from running out of money. But because uh, the Reddit community decides to basically uh, pump up the stocks and just hold it and just make a full commitment to it, they ended up saving AMC. Their CEO has been uh, embracing this whole DGen community if you will, as far as releasing NFTs, having meetings with the, the the Twitterverse, if you will, the Reddit community. And it's been actually a crazy ride. So what I would do for a chain theater, and in particular them, because they've already embraced this whole lifestyle anyways, with releasing wax NFTs for anyone that pre-orders. So I know that is a company that would definitely uh, jump on this. What I would do is I would offer a movie pass. In their case, actually, they could fully launch a, a movie pass on their own, let's say unlimited movie during the week. So during the weekdays when no one's really at the theater anyways, the place is going to be open that the majority of people, the crowd, they're going to make their money on the weekends. I could have a movie pass that you buy, you have this NFT and it allows you to come in to catch matinees or whatever it might be. And this is a lifetime thing. And of course, how I'm going to make that money as AMC is when you're in the theater with your free movie ticket during the week when no one's there, you might buy some popcorn, go to the concessions and all sorts of different things. So that's how I'll make the money. And that's really where uh, 
theaters make their money anyways. So if I was AMC, that's what I would do. I would offer this unlimited movie pass during the week, uh, matinee, special, whatever it might be, allows you to have uh, two tickets, you and a friend, or maybe it's just one, and it's just ongoing forever. Number four, if I was the WNBA, (laughs) I would definitely have some sort of a partnership with the female-led communities. And in this case, it would be the same thing. The WNBA is a struggling league. The NBA has been trying to promote it. They've been dumping so much money into it. And really, it is not working until this point. So I would do like a grassroots marketing effort because the NBA is spending all this money on the league anyway. So why not try something new? What they have been doing till this point has not been working. So what I would do is I would reach out to Fame Lady Squad. I would go to uh, Long Necky ladies and all these different communities that have the community that are NFT based and they're supporting females, why not try to have some sort of partnership with them with the WNBA? And whether that means game tickets or that means events or sort of hangouts or whatever it might be, somehow incorporating some benefit because they're having a huge problem selling tickets. So at the same time too, I would personally, I would much rather have people come to my games for free. The the stadium's empty anyways, for the most part. And embrace this whole female athletics and come in there and they can balance it out with getting their selling concessions and paying for the overhead and all that, just like the movie tickets. But at the same time too, I would set up a DAO. A DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. And with this would be able to set up basically a charitable trust in so many words in Web3 terms. And I would be able to fund this with all the resale. So each time one of these NFTs is resold on the secondary market, a percentage of that would fund that DAO. So this is going multi-level. I'm really diving into Web3 now as far as what I would do if I was a WNBA partnership with all these female-led projects already, allowing them to have access to the community and to the games and to everything, just come into the whole ecosystem. Remember, this thing is financed by the NBA and the bank, it's bankrolled by the NBA. So it's not like they are an upstart company that is struggling for dollars. So it's not like they need to squeeze out every single dollar out of the consumer. So this money can now, the residuals from the resale can go into the Dow to go into female education for various after-school programs and female athletics. You can get scholarships and all sorts of different things. You're doing so much in accomplishing the goal of you're promoting female athletics, you're promoting this league, but at the same time, you're incorporating it and the people that would be buying NFTs, your partnership uh, with those communities can help to put your uh, brand, your project and everything on the front page because they are struggling. They really need to do something different. And I don't see that as a money grab. That is just really uh, putting your stake down in to the community that you claim to be serving and being a part of anyways. And what better way to do it than with this? And sticking with athletics, because that is something I really know a lot about and uh, particular brands that are in the athletic space, I'm going to highlight Under Armour now. So I would definitely, if I were Under Armour CEO, because Under Armour is having an issue as far as transitioning to this new stage. Under Armour, when I was in high school, was like the fresh new thing. And it was really built on the back of football players, hardcore athletes, their ad 
we will protect this house. The football team is just like chanting and yelling. And their growth was just exponential over the years. However, growth has slowed. They're struggling to bring in different bases of people because there's only but so many hardcore pounding on your chest, banging to lockers type of athletes that you can recruit before you need to branch out and be a little bit more mainstream. Well, whether that is the case or not, but definitely you want to uh, have your brand in a way that is positioned to last a long time. I think they should do is partner with various metaverse projects, worlds. I say metaverse because metaverse is really all of these worlds together. It's just one big giant digital world, whether it is in Sandbox, Decentraland, Uplift, or any of these, it is just one digital world. But anyways, in these various little corners, these projects that are building digital worlds, I would have apparel deals and different things. For example, chibis, those are 3D avatars that can be brought into the central land and all sorts of places. I would offer chibi sneakers and Under Armour backpacks and different things that these guys can actually walk into the uh, central land where they happen to have that uh, a party land where they have all these different things. And for that New Year's project, they actually airdrop these um, shoes. So just imagine if those were Under Armour branded shoes or in the case of all the football different chibi galaxies having under armor cleats or something like that would be very cool that you could say okay this is a branded opportunity that i'm going to give out to the community and i'm like all right great this is going to have my brand in there and that's just going to be a part of the marketing budget so rather than me launching this uh, pfp under armor we will protect this house brand or whatever it might be i would just add value to the communities that already exist and that is a great way for me to market and add some awareness and just add some more cool factor in it. Because when I was in high school, Under Armour was so edgy and just cool. And now they have been struggling. Hey, this is the new thing that I would get on personally if I were them. And that's how I would try to put my brand in the front and center. Number six, if I were Microsoft, how I would get into this space was, first of all, I would say Microsoft is probably going to be a just giant in this space. And I don't know exactly how far along they are with these things, but I know one thing is for certain. They lost the war for mobile and they're not about to lose the war for Web3. All this hype is around Facebook and, or I should say Meta and all those other companies uh, trying to get into this uh, whole Web3 thing. But I think Microsoft is secretly building some sort of arsenal of super weapons as far as web three goes they have xbox they have the minecraft thing and they just have so much stuff that's going on and potential so if i were them honestly what i would do is offer the tools in order to build up web three whether it be in the metaverse if you will or if it is the tools to roll out to build nft generative projects or whatever it might be I would start to put out a suite of codes. I'd start to put out a suite of tools that allows people to build NFT projects. And somewhat like how, say, Google has all those tools that they release for free and it just gets them into the ecosystem. If I were Microsoft, that's personally what I would do. I would want them to come into my ecosystem. I'd want them to step into my world. And that's how I'd get back onto it. So it's a little bit different approach as opposed to partnering with various projects and just getting some digital graphics or whatever. No, I would want to be in the infrastructure business if I was Microsoft, because at the end of the day, they're making 
making their money mostly from servers. They're making their money from selling uh, business software, whether it be Microsoft Word, Excel, and all those different things, Teams. Well, I want to be in the business of providing the infrastructure for NFT teams to be able to roll out their projects seamlessly and easily as possible using Microsoft products. So I would tie everything I have into supporting this ecosystem. And this is where it gets crazy. Many of these things I would offer for free. And that might be mind blowing and say, wow, why would Microsoft offer all of this stuff for free? They're spending all of this money on R&D. They're spending all of this money on research and what's it called? Advertising and marketing, what have you. Nothing beats giving out some free tools, whether that be a mortgage calculator on your website to get people to get your business to be able to uh, get your loan through them, or that is Google in the case of giving them Gmail for free, so that way everything is tied to it, or in the case of a lot of domain tools that actually allows you to monitor domains up to a certain amount, search engine optimizations. A lot of these projects or companies, they offer a freemium model, which means that the bottom is free. And then if you like it and you want to get more advanced, then you pay to go up into getting other features. So if I was Microsoft, that's what I'd be doing for sure. Everything on the ground floor, as far as launching projects and everything, I'm giving that out for free. And then if you happen to be the next board apes and you need to grow this into something, then you become my customer. You're my paid customer. But all those little struggling people or the struggling artist or the kid in high school that's coming out with an idea and does not have the budget to launch coding and all sorts of different things, I would offer services to them for absolutely free in the hopes that they are the next big deal. Lucky number seven, number of completion. So that's where I'm going to end right here. And this is an issue that I'm having that I would like solved. And if you have a solution for this, please reach out to me because I would love to know how to solve this one myself. And I think it would be sort of a huge deal. So I would say if I were Stripe or PayPal, I would figure out a way to have an onboard, some sort of ramp to get people from fiat into crypto as quick as possible. So let's say a mint is taking place I would have some sort of tool that allows people to mint out that thing with using their PayPal account or using their credit card through Stripe and it somehow links and converts over to Ether, whatever cryptocurrency it is. So I don't know exactly how that would look, what kind of regulations and hoops they would have to jump through to do that, but I think it would be an amazing solution. It would be a great way to onboard various people into the community because getting your crypto and setting up your wallet is the hardest part of this whole uh, process. So to be able to use those traditional, those legacy brands, if you will, those old school ramps to get into digital money, because at the end of the day, crypto and uh, making online purchases is like digital money in the sense these are numbers on the screen. And a lot of people don't even know it that the majority of the web, as far as whether it be you're buying books and all sorts of different things, pretty much anything that you're not buying on Amazon is either going through Stripe, PayPal, or Shopify, one of those three. But in particular, I'm going to use PayPal and, and, and Stripe because they are payment gateways in the sense that if they can figure out the coding and how to somehow flip this, and I would say that PayPal is pretty close to this because you can buy crypto with PayPal. Now, how to bridge that out because you cannot spend crypto using PayPal. You can only uh, basically save in it you can you can purchase it such as a Robinhood app or whatever. There's a couple platforms where you can buy crypto, but you can't spend it. There's no out outbound. You can only convert it back to U.S. dollars. So if PayPal figures that out, figures out how to bridge 
from fiat to crypto, I think there is a boatload of money to make. So they could easily make money from this Web3 space with NFTs. And these projects, they don't all have to launch an NFT project. They can partner with other projects. They can support the community. They can do a lot of things. And upfront, it might be a huge undertaking and a huge investment. But in the case of Microsoft, especially since they have such a big bankroll and they lost that mobile battle, they have the most to lose, the most incentive, the most fire under them, in my opinion, to really make a dent into this Web3 market. And if I were that CEO, Sachin Nadala, or however you pronounce that, he would definitely be interested in it. So if you're ever listening to this podcast and you'd like to come on and just throwing it out there, we could talk about this thing. We can sit down and we can strategize and I could tell you some uh, great ideas that, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That'd be pretty cool though. I won't lie. Um, but yeah, so that is what I would say. And what do you think about all of this? Do you think any of these ideas are just too far-fetched? Do you think I missed the boat on anything or do you have any great ideas? I would love to hear them. So my contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for spending the time to listen to this episode. And if you did find value in it, this information, I would greatly appreciate a review, whatever podcast app that you're listening in, whether it is Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcast, you can either rate it, review it, whatever it might be. It would greatly help out the show in the sense that it would help to uh, promote it to new people that are just searching for something to listen about NFTs. But whether or not you do that, I absolutely appreciate you and I will see you in the next one later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information with in the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.